Now, how do you feel about being tickled? It's not the most comfortable thing, is it? And uh, what if I told you that there's a sport called competitive endurance tickling? Sounds funny, right? But it turns out there's a dark side. I think you said Jane was doing our project, using tickling as a military tactic. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, the military is going to use tickling as a torture tactic. Wow. <laughs> oh. A dude in New Zealand, a reporter, like happened across this Facebook page. Some sort of organized sport yeah. of tickling. When did the video come back to get you? About a year, maybe a little more. Listen, your family better watch out, like direct threats. David Farrier and Dylan Reeve are from across the ditch and they spent two years making a film on this bizarre subculture, or so-called sport. Hello, gents. Hi. Hi. Now, David, you stumbled across this competitive sport, in inverted commas, uh, online and you came across an ad. Can you remember what that ad said? Yeah, the ad was just seeking fit, young, attractive men for competitive endurance tickling, which was this monthly sport in Los Angeles. So you'd submit a headshot and you'd talk a little bit a bit in your submission about how ticklish you were. And if you ticked all the right boxes, you'd be flown uh, to Los Angeles, uh, paid really good money, put up in a nice hotel, and, you know, it was all for the sport. So I thought, this is incredible. This is the, the most amazing sport I've ever heard of. Alarm bells go off automatically. Uh, really? It just sounds like a scam. No. You get, <laughs> I guarantee you, you get paid, you get the money, you get the flights, you get the hotel, it's all good. And all you have to do is be tickled and maybe tickle some guys. It's fine. Yeah, it did. I mean, that was, that's what was so weird because it did seem like too good to be true. So obviously it's a scam. But pretty quickly, Dylan and I found that it was a legitimate thing. People were flowing to LA and they did get paid and they get, did get tickled. And so I, I reached out to this company, Jane O'Brien Media, who are based in Los Angeles, and I said, I'd love to do a story. And they sent back this really strange reply, which was, we don't want to deal with a homosexual journalist, which was very odd because this is a sport where fit, attractive men are tickling each other. One of them's tied down while the others are tickling them. So, so they'd done their research on you and they were right in, in saying... That yeah, they'd, they'd Googled. I'd been in a, a relationship with a man in New Zealand and they'd found that out and that was a reason that they saw that I couldn't cover this particular sport, which was super unusual. But, you know, I, I blogged about it straight away because I thought this is a crazy response. And Dylan started blogging about Jane and Brian Media and sort of looking into who they were. And that's when they hired lawyers to tell us to stop blogging and to stop talking about it. And that's when we thought, okay, there's, there's something fishy happening. Yeah, that escalated really quickly, right, Dylan? It really did. It was like a week, basically, between, between when the... Because the, the exchange that David had was on Facebook. It was public. So that message they posted back about the homosexual journalist thing, that was public on their Facebook page. So that was crazy. And... <laughs> And then, like within a week, we're getting letters from lawyers telling us to stop talking about them, and that we're, you know, that we're going to face defamation action and, and all sorts of things. Particularly because they're willingly handing out, they're just handing out fifteen hundred dollars for yeah. blokes to sign up, but they just didn't want you particularly, Dylan, yeah. to sign, David, was, to sign it was, up. It was the suspicion, I think, of you know, it was suspicious that they didn't want to talk 
because you know if someone doesn't want to talk about something that's apparently above board then instantly you know red flags go up and when we launched a kickstarter to make a documentary and to look further into it that's when jane and brian media sent three men from america to new zealand from the company to basically to mediate with us and that's when we went oh okay this is super 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 weird and so they're coming halfway across the world to say there's no story where, <laughs> so where the, the words don't match the actions at all well, the the part that's even weirder about this is up until that point david you were an tv entertainment reporter where you did quirky stories in new zealand all of a sudden you've become an investigative journalist did you feel out of your depth yeah, app. yeah, I, I did feel that in my depth because, you know, I was just looking to do a, a quirky minute and a half story about competitive tickling as this weird sport. Suddenly I'm dealing with lawyers and legal threats and, you know, Dylan's thrown into this as well. And, you know, we, we both, you know, it was our, both our first film that we'd made and we started shooting this thing and straight from the get-go there was just this fierce resistance. And and what we started to find as well is that a lot of the young men, well, a portion of them, not a lot, a small portion of them, uh, found themselves subject to this huge harassment campaign from the same company that had hired them. And it was the same sort of behavior that we were seeing, lots of legal threats, um, lots of insane, crazy emails. And so, so why were the men being threatened? I mean, that's why we, that's what yeah, we, we didn't, didn't know. understand. So we, we'd find these websites, like if your name was John Smith and you'd done the tickling and you'd done something to offend them or whatever it was to make yourself a target, then johnsmith.com would be registered and all the videos you'd made would go up there with your real name on them and they'd have your phone number and your address and your email address and your Facebook and all that stuff right there alongside saying that, you know, John Smith is a, a homosexual tickling pervert. You know, it was it was just like it made no sense, but just just more craziness on top of what was happening. And, and It all sounds, Dylan, like the plot for a, a bit of an unbelievable movie and that they pretty much owned you. Yeah, and that is that's sort of, you know, and some guys went and got tickled and got paid and went home and never thought about it again, But and probably lots of them did, but some of them had this terrible experience and we saw that and thought, what is going on and, and this can't this can't be a thing that is okay. So obviously the only logical thing to do was for Dylan and I to go to America and start kind of tracing, you know, down who Jane O'Brien media is or or you know what 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 the heck is going on and so so that's kind of where the film goes you know what we're talking about kind of happens in the first five minutes and the rest of the film is just kind of you know digging into what the heck is going on what's our journey down a rabbit hole well, neither of you had done this before. Did you seek advice? Did you just keep watching Louis Theroux <laughs> yeah, just, reruns? <laughs> yeah, Louis Theroux and Scientology documentaries. Um, like, <laughs> I really wanted to get that 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 depth. No, it was. I think we didn't. We I we didn't get a lot of advice. We had a producer who was really great, but for the most part, we just kind of did what felt right as we went through it. I think, and it. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a small, it's a small production. So, you know, we, we started off being backed by Kickstarter and it was literally our mates coming in and helping us and lending us gear and shooting for us. And, and you know, we had this great crew around us. And then when we, um, you know, when we went over to America the first time, we found the story was bigger and crazier than we thought. So we came back and got some more funding. And then, you know, we got an amazing DP on board, an editor and, and this amazing producer. And so we had like a tight, really committed team the whole time. But it was we were all on the same path. Like we were all just immensely curious about why this company had so much money, why they were so obsessed with tickling, and why they were so litigious. Like those were the three things that we wanted to answer, and that's what this film is ultimately about. 
On ABC Local Radio, this is the Sunday Sesh. I'm Sarah Lashena Mission. I'm speaking to David Farrier and Dylan Reeve. They're both co-directors of the documentary Tickled, which looks at the subculture, which actually has a dark side. Now, Dylan, young men paid to be tied up and tickled. That's essentially what we're talking about here, which, you know, to me sounds a bit like other fetishes, like you might go and see a dominatrix. Did it have that sort of element to it? Is that why these young men were signing up? I mean, what was their motivation? Their motivation was money, but the people who make the films clearly have, you know, an interest in in seeing what is... um, S&M light really I mean it's it's, a, it's the same it's the same idea of power and control but it's it's turned down a lot and it's tickling which we all understand but once you're tied up and being tickled it's a completely different mental experience I personally hate being tickled I think it's like torture it's like get off me yeah <laughs> it, most people do I don't think anyone really well some people must but I don't think many people like being tickled certainly not to the to the extremes that we saw before you went in there, David, did you feel like you had to do a bit of tickle training yourself before you threw yourself in the deep end? Yeah, I mean, I, I was curious about tickling because, I mean, we've, we've all been tickled and we've all tickled, like, kids, our kids and nieces and whoever, nephews, you know. We've all had that experience, you know, brothers and sisters. They tickle each other. But, obviously, the sort of tickling we were seeing here was, um, you know, to do with um, elements of the fetish scene and so you know in the film one of the first people we meet is Richard Ivey who is a he creates tickling fetish videos and part of his deal in letting us interview him was that he would get to tickle me tied down for like 10 minutes straight and so I was wow stri- I don't know you if know, I like that deal no so I did like, I really <laughs> well, I David thought it was a joke at first <laughs> yeah but he ended up being completely serious and so I was tied down on this kind of he'd, he'd, he'd had this custom built tickling chair and so I was fully restrained and he's a professional tickler and this isn't in the film but as you say it kind of was research in a way because you know once you've experienced that you really understand what people go through in this particular scene because it, it's quite bizarre because you know it's like torture as you say and you were like a method actor at the time yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> yeah, director, kind of, yeah it was um <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty terrifying when you can't get away from from a tickler and Dylan, I mean, it sounds bizarre that they're recruiting men from all over the world. I mean, this isn't just small towns of no. America. This is all over the world. I mean, why have they, did you get to the bottom of why they searched far and wide for men from all over the world? My guess is that, I mean, I don't know, but I would think you just have to cast the net wide to get the people you want. So if you're trying to turn over lots of new videos with lots of new guys constantly, you need to cast the net far and wide. And when money isn't really much of an object, that's pretty easy. But the other thing I think is that guys from overseas, you know, if things don't go their way or or whatever, they don't feel like they have as much um, power or they don't feel like they have anywhere to turn necessarily. Um, but they actually, they came, they did a shoot, and I think it was in Melbourne. They came to Melbourne, didn't they, in, in, yeah, this, been, in December? Yeah, there's been tickling, you know, there's been a tickle sale in Melbourne. You know, there's, there's tickling going on all over the world. So, you know, it's, it's you know, the Jane O'Brien Media has a lot of money, and it is all being funneled into the production of these tickling videos. And so, you know, we're talking about hundreds of people that have been involved in this. And as you see in the film, you know, this isn't something that's been happening for a couple of years. This whole thing stretches back two decades yeah. So like the, the scope of this, like it's hard to describe in an interview like this, but it, what we found in the film is just the, the scope of it, and it's massive.
And Dylan, were you able to follow the money trail? Like, where does where do they fifteen hundred dollars per person is a lot of money. Well, that, and that's just the that's just the the cash payment. So you've also got the hotel and the flights and and the, you know the the logistical costs of making the film or making the tickling videos. Um, so you know we found a little bit about where the money comes from, but it's it's very opaque. We're never going to know exactly um, you know what's spent where and how every dollar is accounted for. But but definitely we we got a fair idea of where. It's all coming from and what's funding it. You but it's not, you, it's you, not you what just, you think. It's not, you're not selling. They're not selling them. No one's making money off them, which is another part of the craziness. The videos are going up free on Vimeo and YouTube. No one's charging any money for them. It's so bizarre. It's like uh, there's a gazillionaire behind it who just does it for her, like their own self-gratification. Yep, yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not going to give away where the film goes, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, it goes to some pretty strange places. And I think part of the joy of the film is kind of the reveal of why this happens. Because we explain all this in the movie, you know, why this is happening and the motivations behind it. And I think, you know, I think it's important to see the film to kind of understand that. Uh, and David, I mean, you've you've done, as I said earlier, lots of quirky stories in your TV mm. reporting, and you also post a um, post. You also host a podcast on mythical um, creatures. Was this by far, you think, one of the most bizarre stories you've covered in your entire career? Yeah, I, I mean, I genuinely think it is. I mean, you know, back in New Zealand, on and off, I do a podcast, as you say, with Rhys Darby about, you know, mythical creatures like the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot. And a, a big part of that podcast is talking to people that have seen some of these sort of bizarre creatures and are completely convinced that they're real. Whereas... Tickling, it, it seems like something that is based, you know, it, you know, we've been accused of making a mockumentary because people just can't believe this is real. But, you know, I think Dylan and I both have to pinch ourselves each day that this is real and this is happening. So you're up there with Spinal Tap now. That must yeah. be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've, we've turned the tickling up to 11. Yeah, we really have. But, you know, th- this all happened, you know. It, I wish this was Spinal Tap and it was fake, but it, it's it's very real. And, I mean... You know, we we laugh about it, but because it is inherently funny. But I mean, the fact is, people's lives have been ruined by this company. Um, we have been sued twice by this company since the film come out. Film has come out. Someone in the film has been sued for forty million dollars. Like this is. Like, I, I can't get across What have you been sued for? Defamation. Defamation. Yeah, Just and you've got to defend yourself. Like, it's not like, it's very, it's, it's funny in a way because it's tickling and it's hard. And, and I, I do laugh about it when I talk about it. But also, you know, this this world is pretty dark and, and fairly crazy. Yeah. I mean, once you're being sued for something, like, you, you have to stop laughing at some point. I can't believe that tickling can lead to... Being sued. I mean, yeah, no, it, it's no. just, it is really stranger than fiction, right? Nor could we. And we and this, we fell into this by accident. Like, we didn't, there was no intention to go out and make a documentary. We had no plans. We weren't looking for stories. This just happened to us. Mm. And, I mean, it's taken, a, you know, right, right from the get-go, when this whole thing started two years ago, you know, there was a private investigator outside my house. You know, the, like, the, the, the power this company holds over... The, the people that are involved in this world of tickling and then that that to some extent holds over Dylan and I, you know, for this has been the last two years has been this kind of crazy stuff happening. And you know, it's at the point where we go to screenings of this film and, and representatives from Jane and Brian Media show up and, and um, yell at us. So it, it's, you know, it, it's been weird. It does sound very weird. Will you ever go back to entertainment reporting? Are you back there? I don't know. I'm just, at the moment, I'm... 
I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, this is, it's, it's been a it's been a game changer this film because it's it's been so all involving. And I mean, you know, we, we've had it out in the states. Um, we've been in fifty cities. Um, HBO's bought the film, so it's gotten a lot bigger than we thought. I mean, I never imagined this would be showing in Australian theaters. I mean, we're at the Melbourne Festival at the moment. Then on the eighteenth, we're opening all over Australia, and I never imagined this would happen. Well, we may even see Tickling the sequel, Watch This Space. <laughs> yeah, oh God forbid. <laughs> thanks for bringing in a dose of the strange this afternoon, gents. That's okay. Thanks for having us. That's uh, David Farrier and Dylan Reeve. Uh, they're both co-directors of the documentary Tickled, which is screening as part of the Melbourne International Film Festival. And if you're in Melbourne, hot-foot it to a screening taking place right now, or you can see it on Wednesday, this Wednesday that is, on the 3rd of August. More info on miff.com.au and Tickled is also going to be having a limited national release from the 18th of August. There'll be screenings in each Cap City. Details are at tickledmovie.com.